Are you thinking about buying or selling a home, downsizing, investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Or what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and most trusted source for up-to-date information. And now, your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Welcome, welcome to Real Estate with Ryan. A Saturday in the studios with you. So excited to be with you on Real Estate with Ryan. Long week, a lot of week, a lot of activity going on this week. Busy, busy week. Has it been stressful? Has it been a lot of emotion? It definitely has been a wild week here in East Tennessee and across the country. So that being said, real estate has now just started in 2021. Kind of hard to believe that 2021 is here. It's here and we're moving full pace. We have a good show for you today. We're going to talk about with all the inventory in the market, lack of, right? With home prices, buyers keep paying higher and higher. We're getting multiple offers. Where does that lead the economy? Where does that lead the real estate market? Are home prices headed toward a bubble? Are they? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today and some other fun things about real estate. On the second part of the show, we're going to talk about assessing the real estate market, kind of doing your checklist of things you need to know, purchasing in 2021, selling in 2021, and some things to just think about and kind of table that discussion of where we go in 2021. Uh, when you do get an offer, when you do put your home on the market, conversations that you have to have kind of steer you in the right direction in 2021. Excited to be with you guys, as always, if you're tuning in for the first time. My name is Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty, proud founder, along with my wife of Hometown Realty. Got a great team over here, excited to bring you the real estate news every weekend. And most importantly, the local news, East Tennessee. No fake news here, right? Just real estate news, fun, no politics. We've had enough of that, no question. And, you know, the exciting thing about this is for the opportunity moving in the first part or first quarter of this year, Rates are still very, very competitive. And we're seeing with the COVID and everything that's going on, a strong surge of people relocating in the area. So we see the East Tennessee market as a positive going into 2021. But with that being said, there's always a bubble. There's always an end, right? So one of the concerns we have with the prices, as everything goes up, eventually there's an adjustment. When we talk housing bubble, we have to beginning to understand that the uh, that the since depreciation of the re residential real estate market, we're at historic annual averages. FHA says we have a 7.8% increase, CoreLogic a 7.3% appreciation, and Case-Shiller reports 7%. What does that mean? Well, it's been over 14 years since the bubble and the peak. In the Case-Shiller report today, a seasonally adjusted national index, which was reported to be 22.2% above the previous bubble peak. However, in real terms, adjusted for inflation, the national index is still about 2% below the bubble peak. An example, a house price in 2000, that was 200000 in the year 2000, all right, um, the price would be two ninety one. That's 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 an increase. So what they're saying is that although we've increased at a high rate, they're still somewhat only two percent above the bubble peak. 
everybody knows the bubble peak in 2006, uh, the peak when the market just went gangbusters, right? And how, how has that affected the market? How is that going to affect us moving forward? It's something as a buyer that I think you really have to look at in the market today. You know, the, the challenge is if you're not going to rent and you're going to purchase, there's less selections now more than ever. So one of those things where we were talking about before we started this show, a lot of things really come down to motivation, don't it? You know, one of the things we're talking about is motivation. Why are you doing what you need to do? This is the most important question, believe it or not. And when I talk with sellers that are thinking about selling or buying in the area, why do we do what we do? What's our motivation? We have to have some behind that. And your motivation is going to be the determining factor for you moving forward in 2021. That motivating factor won't be an investment deal, right? This is your residence. This is your forever home. Or maybe your five or seven year uh, position and you're going to maybe be transferred out. But you'd rather purchase than throwing your money away in rent. We know that real estate has been a safe investment over the years and we watched appreciation on the housing market. We're still seeing that in East Tennessee now with competing offers, lack of inventory. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. So where do we see that going? Well, the challenge is with the market going up in a certain stance that they're saying 22% above the previous bowl, but still within range, the challenge is when you have a market correction, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's uh, job loss, whether it's the, you know, the country or the pretty much the country, right? The whole country would be restricting. Certain things or ec economic factors can come into play that can cause us to go backwards. Then that would mean home sales. You know, real estate is very easy. We say it's a supply and demand, but the more inventory that's on the market, the prices will obviously have to be adjusted to compensate. And the less inventory that's on the market is going to create a demand. You're going to create a demand because the people that are in the market yeah, there's only so many to choose from. But when those prices started adjusting and reaching a cap, and I think that's one of the things that we're dealing with today is this is an important article. I think they mentioned this is nationally. The inventory of homes for sale decreased 39.2% over the last year in November. The amount this amount, oh, so this, sorry, tongue tied. This amounted for over 490,000 less homes compared to the sales in November of the previous year. You say, well, why is that, Ryan? Most people are buying and fewer people are selling. It's caused prices to escalate. However, the vaccine on the horizon, more homeowners will be putting their houses on the market, and this will better balance the market with the slowdown and rapid appreciation. I mean, that's that's what they're that's what they're hoping. But we have to throw that mix in there that we're seeing stuff about the vaccine and things going on and and we're hearing some issues with that. So I'm not sure if there's a, a solution for it, but I think you have a lot of people that have put their moving plans on hold. We also take a large amount of the inventory that where rates are historically low, right? They've taken advantage of that and they've refinanced the properties. I was just watching an article here a few minutes ago, and they said mortgage rates increased 16% here in the last couple of weeks. Why? Because the, the fear that the rates are starting to increase. So people said, hey, well, we, we need to get off that fence, whether we're going to refi, whether we're going to purchase, and there's automatic surge. Where do we go back to that surge? 
It's either by fear or motivation. So now the motivation is coming to play. Hey, honey, hey, I, I, we needed to drop that interest rate. We needed to refi or we need to purchase that larger home. I know we've been wondering what's going on with the election, what's going on with the world. And uh, but we need we need to get moving, make a decision and move. And so that motivation is, OK, we've got to get the carpets clean. We've got to get the house power washed. And we want to get on here for the spring market. And we've seen that, right? And we've seen that. So that motivation has caused people to make a decision. But that motivation of also to refinance has reduced the amount of inventory in the market. So those people that would normally be in a market where we would have more of an even flow of inventory, now they've pulled a large batch of those properties from sale. They say, well, honey, I'm not moving. What are they doing? They're either adding on to the property. They've got that basement that's unfinished, right? And now they're going to finish out the basement. They refinanced. They pulled some money out. They paid some debt down. And the cost that they occurred with the uh, closing cost on the on the refinance, guess what? It doesn't make sense for them to sell in the next year or two. So they're off the market for at least a couple of years, three to four years probably realistically, but at least two to three years for that makes sense. You know, economists say that we're nothing like 2006. There's a lot of things that led up to that market, right? There's a lot of things that led up to that market in the housing market, but things to keep an eye out on. I always tell my sellers as we kind of come into this second half of the show, concluding the first half, coming to the second half, and I always tell my sellers, I said, listen, the market will always dictate what a buyer and a seller are willing to pay, but we have to really, really watch the market. Now more than ever, we're watching what things happened a year ago really have no relevance. You know, in sales, when we list a property and we're looking at the market, we're always looking back 12 months. And we really watch the appraisers that they're really looking at a closer number than that. It's, it's the last three months. I really say a step further that if you're buying or selling today, the best indication of what a buyer and seller are willing to pay is what a buyer and seller is willing to pay. That would mean your pendings. Now, you you won't know those prices, but if we go to 123 Main Street and it's a brick rancher with a basement and we have another brick rancher in a basement that we're thinking about, you know, that, that, that brick rancher basement's pending, but the Joneses already put their home on the market across the street, that home that's going to be your pending sale is going to be your market value. And if they had multiple offers, the best way to do that is do some homework because that's going to tell you where the market's at. Vice versa, with over 30 years of if they had to discount it or didn't get that Ryan activity Coleman and there were longer the days in the market, Realty I think that gives you a trend. Look, we're running into a break. Buying Stay with us. More here with Real Estate with Ryan. Big decision. And choosing the wrong agent could be a costly mistake. So be sure to choose your winning team of experts at Hometown Realty, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Call 865-693-SOLD. That's 865-693-SOLD. Or visit RyanColeman.org and start if you're wanting to purchase a new home but have questions about rates, programs, and costs, you need to call Chris Hograff with Gateway Mortgage Group. He has 17 years of lending experience in Knoxville and would love to help. Chris will happily answer all of your questions, and then he'll get you the best mortgage loan with the lowest rate. Also, Gateway Mortgage does not sell your loan after closing. You'll be their client for life. Come see how quick and stress-free it is to get quickly approved with Chris Hograff. Call him at 257-7777 to set an appointment to visit him at his office on Cedar Bluff. NMLS 289-930. 
Hi, Knoxville. Laura Ingram here. Thinking about selling your home without all the headaches most people experience? Not all real estate agents operate the same. You can have a wonderful hometown agent right here in your own backyard whom you can trust to sell your house. I'm talking about Ryan Coleman of Hometown Realty. His system outmarkets and outsells 99% of other agents in the Knoxville area. Ryan spends thousands of dollars every week on marketing, driving more buyers to your home, resulting in your home selling faster and for more money. Ryan has been voted by Knoxville News Sentinel as one of the best realtors in your area. What I like is when you call Ryan, you get Ryan. You're not passed off to some other agent. On such a big decision like selling your home, you just can't afford not to have a hometown expert like Ryan on your side. And don't worry about getting stuck with owning two homes or no home at all. Ryan guarantees to sell your home at a price and deadline acceptable to you or he'll buy it himself. Now that is a great deal. You can also listen to Ryan right here every Saturday at News Talk 98.7 FM or just call Ryan directly at 693-SOLD. That's 693-7653 or go to ryancoleman.org and start packing. Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. All right, we're back after the break. Thanks for staying with us, guys. So we're talking on the first segment of the show, a little real estate, we're talking about inflation, where the prices are going. Obviously, the prices are going out of this world. And eventually, there's going to be a correction. And it's been a tough week across the board, but we're moving forward. And where do we see that going in 2021? Well, I think one of the things that we were chatting about before we started the break was nobody really knows where the market is. Everybody, just kind of like the election, everything goes on. Everybody's got their opinion. But when I was coming into break, we talk about today's market really is going to have an indication about what a buyer and seller is willing to pay. So we're looking at that property that's a pending, right? And the indication is if they were on the market for a while, where normally, let's say we're moving things pretty quickly, there would be some concern. And, or vice versa, right? We get multiple offers and that pending at 489 ended up selling at 509, maybe 515, right? You never know. And that's, and we're seeing that. Well, you also have to keep in mind one of the issues of where we're at with this market is, I don't think we even talked about it, just because the buyer is willing to pay that price. And I'm seeing this more now than ever, combination economy, combination of multiple things. But this inflation, I think the banks understand where we're at, that prices could be overinflated and eventually the biggest concern for the banks are what? What if the market does correct? And then the asset, the house that we have backing that loan is overinflated and we have to take it back. And we've put a mortgage on a property that's way, way out of the market realm, right? So the change in the market where buyers are competing because of the lack of inventory doesn't mean that the appraisals will automatically go in line. Now, if you're a cash buyer, that that's a mute point. But most of deals that we find, I'd say 80% of deals around here are finance. 20% will be cashed. That's just my kind of all the offers that we see on a routine basis. 
I'd say 20% cash, 80% investment. So we're going to use the mortgage industry along with the low rates to finance property. Totally makes sense. The challenge in this market now is we have buyers that are competing at a high level to secure the property. They drive the price up. Then we have the issue with the appraisal. And the appraisers don't get into the motion. That's one of the biggest things. They don't get into the motion. They're not invested. They're going to do, do the numbers. Uh, I was talking to one of my sellers today. He said, you like comparables. We always like comparables. We do like comparables. And I think those comparables are always going to be an indication of where the market is at a snapshot. Everybody has to understand this. it's a snapshot in time of where we're at. You guys understand that as quickly, and we'll go back to last year, as quickly as what the market's performing, something in the economy, pandemic, health crisis, job loss, whatever, war, quickly the market could adjust. The market's going to adjust. It always comes down to consumer confidence. You know, we're going to find in 2021, are consumers confidence or are they still scared to death? Are they restricting? Are they willing to spend more money and move forward? I don't think we know. But the challenge with that marketplace, if people aren't willing, or consumers, right, aren't willing to go out and purchase something and they're nervous, if they don't have cons- confidence that they will move up to that house and borrow more money, that their economic conditions in the future are not solid, then they will restrict. And when the market restricts, we all lose because the economy tightens. Everything is a trickle-down effect. It's a domino effect. So where does that see us at? I think, you know, make sure you understand in the marketplace today that looking at your sales recently are going to affect us in the marketplace and where we're at. Now, that being said, we're going to talk about a couple of things that if you're selling, putting your home on the market, they may be elementary, but keep in mind most consumers only buy or sell a home a couple times in their lifetime, maybe a handful. You know, we, we do it all the time over here. So these are just some helpful tips that kind of go over what you expect when you're buying and selling. Know that closing cost, everybody knows what closing cost is, you think, but it, it breaks down basically your interest, okay, prorated, your closing fee, appraisal, any prepaids. If you're getting the loan, they make you set up six months of taxes, six months of insurance. Lenders have fees, recordation fees. So there's a lot that go into it. Rule of thumb, three to 4% if you're financing a home of the loan amount. So keep that in mind. Credit score is key. Uh, they've got some sites called Credit Karma, some different places where you can monitor your credit, credit score. Keep in mind that the score on Credit Karma or some of these other places are lower than what your actual scores that the banks pull, but it gives you an indication of where you're at. You have a medical bill or something for the insurance. Um, you can monitor that quickly make an adjustment, file a dispute, and make sure you're in good shape. Last thing you want to do is think about purchasing a property, making a big move, and then the last minute, you have your credit score, something comes up, you didn't know about it, there's a medical collection, and guess what? It could take you down 50, 60 points. The tighter the market gets, the tighter that the lenders have overlays, and they restrict your ability to borrow, or they end up charging you more money. Down payment. Same thing goes into the marketplace. With your down payment, 
could be a 3%. When the, if the market changes, it could go to 5 could go to 10 Keep in mind and make sure that you have plan A, plan B for your down payment so that you have a down payment that makes sense in a contingency plan. Keep in mind that if you have 401ks or some, or some different investments, they allow a one-time pullout for a purchase. And you may have to pay that back. You definitely have to pay it back or taxes be involved. But keep that in mind as well. Mortgage rates are going to change. Watch your APR. That's your real rate. And then look at look at some lenders. Compare. Do some comparison shopping and compare what their costs are. Some of these lenders, they'll have a great rate, but then they'll have an eight or $900 uh, junk fee or processing fee or this fee. And then before you know it, they've got $3,000 in fees. They've got a great rate, but it makes up for the point difference. Does that make sense? So watch your fees. Get a good faith. Negotiate. There's a ton of lenders in town. I would not suggest paying a lot of mortgage or processing fees. My lenders may kill me, but, you know, um, it's be competitive. Fight for the business out there. In the marketplace, there's a pre-approval and there's a pre-qualification. Take a couple steps, get your tax returns. We've got a new tax season coming in. We've got hopefully got some refunds coming back to you. You've got till April, I believe, to file. But if you're going to file those early, do that. Get your tax returns in. If you're self-employed like me, just know that the odds are with the economy and everything going on, they're going to probably want to see your 2020 taxes. Don't be surprised. Don't do a profit and loss. You could do a profit and loss statement, but they're going to ask for it. So be prepared if you're making a big purchase in 2021. Real estate professional comes down to having somebody in your corner that you can trust, somebody that can walk you through the process that's been there, done that experience. Let's see. I want to talk about so much, but running out, we got about two minutes before we get out of here. Um, I'd say on closing, keep in mind with the marketplace. Sellers, if you're in the marketplace, you're going to see corrections. You're going to see a lot of things that are going on politically and that have affected the market. Look at what the market is telling you. Look at the market's telling you. Trust your agent. Work with them. You may think there's a certain price that you have to get, but the market may be saying something different. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind because sometimes the best offer you have is the one you're working on, okay? As we go out of here, it's been a stressful week. There's been a lot going on. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of things going where people are nervous wrecked. Our country across the board has been through a lot. We have been through a lot. Where does that, where does that leave us? I don't know. I'm not going to get here and talk about anything other than what I feel. I know our family and a lot of other friends and family have been on edge. I know this. Through everything that we've been through, we know that we the people, us Americans, need to stick together more than ever because it's all about us. It's not the government that's going to save us. It's not the government that's going to help us. It's we the people. And we the people, if we can stay together and get through the political divide and you like this and you like that, because united we stand, divided we fall. And if we could stick together and, and have each other's back, I think you're going to see us not only turn around, but we'll be in a lot better position going forward. United we're strong, divided we fall. Let's stick together, East Tennessee. Let's stick together. Let's encourage each other as these challenging times. Hope you enjoyed the show. I love being with you every week, and we we'll look forward to seeing you next Saturday, Real Estate with Ryan. 
Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan anytime at 693-SOLD. Look us up on Facebook or visit him online at ryancoleman.org. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 1, only on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.